Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Becoming an Energy Master. So what does it mean to master your energy? Today, we are talking about mastering your energy and stepping forward into opportunity and so much more. So if you haven't grabbed your free guide on manifestation, go to the soul frequency, the S-O-U-L frequency.com and download the three steps to manifesting a high frequency life. This is the time, guys. This is the time to start creating the future. And this free PDF guide will kind of walk you through the beginning steps of planning out what you want to manifest and starting to call that in. Because certainly Mother Earth is calling us forward and calling us into transformation. And each of your thoughts and each of your actions matter. So my guest, Christy and I are diving into this and so much more on this episode. Christy Whitman is a transformational leader, celebrity coach, and law of attraction expert, as well as the two-time New York Times bestselling author of The Art of Having It All and Taming Your Alpha Bitch. Both books were well-received by the media, and we're talking just about energetic transformation, everything about energetic transformation today. Christy has appeared in the news on the Today Show, the Morning Show, TEDx, the Hallmark Channel. Her work has been featured in the media and various publications. She's been featured in People Magazine, Seventeen, Women's Day. Um, she's the CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Learning Academy and Quantum Success Coaching Academy and a 10-month Law of Attraction coaching certification program. So she's helped over 3,000 life coaches all over the world really step into their power and manifest. So with no further ado, Christy Whitman. Christy, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, Sean. I really appreciate you having me on. Yes. And I am thrilled to talk about becoming an energy master. You know, all we kind of do is talk about energy on this show. So um, I love that term and I love what we're going to discuss. And before we jumped on here, we were talking about um, channeling too, and just bringing in information. And so we're going to touch you guys on so much today. Um, But I wanted to kind of go back to, I was telling Christy that I have a friend who channels and I was intimately with her in the process of kind of how this all um, came through for her. And so I've really, for a long time now, wanted to talk about and kind of piece apart the steps of connecting. You know, we get so many emails where people ask like, how can I connect to my guides or how can I, you know, listen to my intuition? What is my ego? What is my intuition? And so um, I just wanted you to take us back to what were your first kind of moments of feeling like I'm getting I'm getting higher wisdom coming through me. Well, for me, I had been on my 
I want to say conscious spiritual journey for about five years. And when I was in a a really deep spiritual um, growth, I was meditating one night as I normally do. And I saw an image of a book cover and it had like the Arizona desert and Arizona sunset on the cover. And it said, perfect pictures by Christy Whitman. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I've never written a book, you know, that kind of thing. And so I went to bed that night and 105 in the morning, I was woken up by a voice. It was almost like someone was speaking to me and I could hear this voice and I was getting all this information downloaded and I I couldn't turn it off. I couldn't stop it, nor did I want to because what was coming through was so brilliant for the, the awakening that I was having at the time. And so I got up out of bed because I just couldn't, I couldn't go back to sleep. And I took my pen to my journal and all of a sudden just started automatic writing. And my hand just completely just started going faster than I could ever possibly write. And there was just this transmission of energy that came through and it, when it was done, it was done. And I read it and I was in a place of just like, wow. I mean, first sentence, first paragraph, you know, for, first chapter really downloaded that night. And then seven nights in a row that happened at the exact same time. And so I continued the process. I would get up, I would allow my hand to be my own or or independent of my own and just continue to write and write. And then finally I felt like, okay, there's something here that is helping me help others. What am I to do with this? And that's where I was guided to get it published. And then I started speaking on the content of the book. And that's when I learned about coaching. This is 19 years ago. And so that's when I started off on this journey. And every book I've written from, you know, I'm, I'm now just turned in my manuscript for my sixth book. All of my books were written in that. Um, my latest book, Quantum Success, was I was woken up at three o'clock in the morning. I was in the middle of the ocean. I was on a cruise ship with my family. And the book, it was like, grab your pen. And that was just the information I got. It was like, grab my pen, grab my journal. I had no place else to go on the cruise ship or in the room. So I went into the bathroom and put some towels down and sat there for a few hours, just letting my, the download come through. It was like they were using my arm to just bring in this information. And for years I had been, you know, working with clients and helping people really shift energy and understanding everything is energy. And I'd say it's about five or six years ago, I was working with clients in a group setting. Like I, I pretty much grown my, my coaching business and healing and all that online. And one day in a group setting, I was doing a checkout with somebody and um, my hands all of a sudden went up and it me that put my hands up. And the person, I was in Montreal at the time, the, the person was on the, um, the West Coast, she was in Portland and my hands went up and they went like around her neck. And the woman to me, did you just put your hands on me? And I said, yeah, my hands just went up and they won't, I can't put them down. They're just up. And she says, it's around my neck. And I said, yeah, it's exactly where I have your hand, my hands, as if I'm looking at seeing your neck and that's where they're at. She goes, I can feel the fire. And the next person that night that I was checking out, all of a sudden my hands went to her hips and they were telling her, telling me tell her to go get her uh, checked by her doctor. And I said, I don't know what's going on with your hips. And she says, nothing. And I said, well, my hands are on your hips. They're telling me you go get checked by your doctor, not to alarm you or upset you, but there's something you need to be aware of. And it turns out she had cancer. She had no idea about it. And she was able to catch it so quickly that nothing 
bad happened. Um, had she not have had that opportunity, who knows what would have happened. So that was like a first time that healing work independently of my own and, and not of my own consciousness came through me. And it was, it was incredible. And I would only keep that as like a separate thing, you know, for clients that I knew were into it because it was a very secretive kind of thing. And um, so I would say about three years ago, I kind of came out of the closet, as I like to say, as a healer. And when I did, I kept opening and saying yes and not letting it be so freaky and, um, you know, letting, letting it just be what it is. And um, I was get, getting messages from the council uh, to create a healing program. So they called it the Sacred Circle of Light. They named it, told me exactly what was going to happen, when it was going to be. So on Mondays at 10 o'clock Pacific time, I created this sacred circle of light um, and people would sign up in for a year long period, but every, every week they would come and or if they got in an argument with their mother-in-law or if they had something going on financially, whatever was going on with them, they just show up and I would do healings on them. And this one particular day, which <laughs> I didn't know it at the time, but it was on September 17th, 2018, um, which I know will never forget that date because that's actually my son's birthday, which I found out later. But as I was having this call, um, all things were normal. And the last woman that was coming on, she started asking questions and they literally started talking as, as like multiple voices. Normally I could hear one thing, you know, them saying to, to that woman or to me to tell that woman, you make sure she goes to see a doctor. It's clear. It's, I understand it. This, I felt like my kids, my husband, everybody else that I know was talking to me at the same time where I couldn't make out information. And I said to them, I, I'm like, I can't understand. And as soon as I said that, I felt as if my body went over the chair arm, the arm of the chair. And I felt this presence in and start speaking to this, this client and the words that they were saying and the cadence in which they were speaking and the accent that came through and all of this, I was hearing all of it. And I was feeling the presence of them. And everybody that was on the call was just like, oh my God, what just happened? It was the first time the council came through as a presence and shared their wisdom. And ever since I've been able to go get them. And now it happens because it's such a deeper connection. My consciousness goes out. And so they're conscious. And so I feel like I go take a nap for a little bit and then I come back in when they are ready to leave. And so what's brilliant about them, they are healers that understand that each one of us are energy masters of our own lives, our own bodies, our own experience of life. So what we are manifesting in careers, in our health, in our abundance financially, in our relationships, all of it, everything is really about us being able to manage our own energy so that when we shift internally and we see a different reality outside, which I've been you know, teaching and talking about for years about the seven essential laws, they take that information way beyond and really talk from an energetic perspective about what we say, about our thoughts, about our emotions, about our perspectives and beliefs, and really the energy that we're receiving in and also giving out. It's so powerful. So who do you understand the council to be? Like a group of beings? 
Yes, they're ascended masters. Another way they describe themselves is in intelligence. They are, um, it's not just one single consciousness, it's a group consciousness. Um, so they are a council and um, they really are just from from a higher perspective. It's kind of like the, what I learned from them at such a deeper, more experienced level that I that I understood before from a concept and from a from a um, practicality perspective is that each one of us are being you know being breathed, if you will, being you know our hearts are beating from the the life force that's in us, and each one of us is an individual extent of that divine of that consciousness. We are an individualized conscious of the greater divine, and so they are part of that divine, and yet help each one of us connect with our own inner divine that's guiding us. That is our inner wisdom, our inner power, our love. That is our true life partner. I mean, for me, since channeling them, you know, I used to think of my husband who I've been with, you know, 14 years and who is my absolute soulmate. He, I is him as life, my life partner. And now I don't anymore. True life partner is my, is my life. It's my divine. It's my connection. And awareness has only strengthened and improved my relationship with my, my partner, my adventurer on this journey of life. And each of us, obviously, if we're here, we're alive, we have this divine co-creative counterpart that is not only breathing us, that's beating our hearts, that's having our blood flow to the different organs in our body. That that's really the the background, the forefront, the you know, the the everything. It's more from a perspective of more of who we are than what we know ourselves to be as these physical human beings. Absolutely. And what do they say about just feeling connected or receiving guidance or co-creating, you know, with, with the divine aspect of ourself or divine higher beings? Well, do you want me to go get them and you can ask them that question? Yes, please. <laughs> that would be amazing. You know, I, I can interpret for them or you can just go to the source. So let me go get them really quick. Okay. We are here. Hello, dear one. You have questions for us. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. So my question was, as human beings, are we, um, are we to connect to the divine or to like, for instance, higher beings like yourself, the council, and really co-create this human experience? Like, cause I know a lot of times people feel alone in, in their humanness and in their process or feel like they don't have the right answers. Is it that we are meant to connect and to co-create here on earth? Indeed, you are a extension of energy you are an extension of this divine and you were you were created from the creator in the mind of the creator in this divine mind as an individual expression of itself for no matter what you do or christy does or anybody else each one of you are having a very different unique life experience and that unique life experience is what lights up the divine that each one of you were born in a different garden so to speak and each one of you were raised with very different circumstances and conditions and all of it really 
is for the fun, for the joy of the divine to create itself and to be able to create with you. And when you think about it this way, the divine is a creator. It cannot stop to create. Another way of thinking of it is energy wants to create itself from unmanifest into manifest. And we are the conduits, you are the conduits as human beings to be able to create. And you do it differently from each other. You all have different preferences and desires and things that light you up. And it is really in the flow. And we say that the divine really needs you all as a partner in uh, co-creation, in crimes, so to speak, because you all can do things that the non-physical can't. For example, the non-physical cannot to podcast. It cannot do that. It needs a conduit to be able to siphon through. It cannot create a book, but it can work through a channel like the one you call Christy to be able to type out the book and receive the information and put it out there and do the marketing or whatever needs to be done to get the book out there. Whether it is someone speaking on stage or it is someone creating a beautiful piece of music or a surgeon that is going to help heal someone. It does not matter what the person does at the core of who all of you are is the conduit is a channel another word for it, is the container for the divine. And it is those of you that feel your separateness, you that feel the loneliness alone, or that are in a space of lack, or another way of saying it, have been conditioned in victim consciousness, that is a complete misalignment of who you really are. And from those places of disconnection, this is where and suffering happen. We see this all around the planet right now because many are in doom and gloom and are very affected by the conditions of the world and don't realize that even in the conditions of the world, they can choose how they want to feel. They get to choose each one of you, millions, billions of you on the planet right now, each individually choosing your own experience whether you are deliberately choosing it or allowing it to be allowing yourselves to be reactive it is what you are programmed what you are imprinted and you are programmed and imprinted by energy and so that is why we are here from a collective consciousness to teach, to share with each individual human that is ready to step up in their level of consciousness, to move from victim consciousness into liberate creator consciousness, to be able to understand that if you have an outer reality, whether it is lack of money or lack of relationships or lack of respect or lack of confidence or lack in any way, shape or form, a kind, It is because that is what is the opportunity to really allow in and allow the flow of divine because divine does not know lack. Divine does not know viruses or anything that is sickness. Divine is health and well-being and all of you are from the divine and all of you 
meaning all of you humans, are divinely designed and to have health and well-being. Your bodies know exactly what to do to, to turn back to a natural health. If you scrape your knee, your body knows how to itself. And if you are in alignment with the truth of abundance, when you think of who you are as an individual and where you're from, just thinking of your human bodies, trillions of cells, there is an abundance. There is many, many gallons of blood pulsating through your body. Your heart beats an unlimited amount every day. You're not restricted to how many breaths you can take. You are unlimited in nature. You are abundant in nature. And whenever you are projecting into your world that you don't have the money, uh, that is not what you're programmed for. You are programmed for an abundance of being able to be in alignment and have the inspiration and your skill sets and know your value and to go out in the world and create something and be able to receive financial gain from it. Just like any projects or things you are working on or feel inspired to put your energy in to have it lead to success, whatever the success may mean to you or look like to you. And to have loving and supportive relations. These are areas that the divine has programmed in a single one of your cells. And that is why when you're in separation consciousness, when you're in lack and limitation of any kind, it doesn't feel good. Lack does not feel good to an unlimited being. It goes against the universal laws and it always feels crummy. Is, is it's all energy. Yes, definitely. Enough. So what is, what is, what is, why does the lack get created? Why is there lack in this human experience? Well, you have polarity here on planet Earth. We do not experience polarity in the higher realms. It is all pure positive energy. In, in our Earth plane, you have grab you have material you have non-material you have metaphysical you have physical and you have polarities on one side you have the weather as an example you could have extreme of hot and extreme of cold on the other side of the spectrum you can have love and you can have fear or you can have faith and you could or you could have fear or you could have lack or you have abundance there is a spectrum of rings and things to experience here. That is why all of you came down into this co-creative experience is to be able to see all of the different experiences and opportunities and differences. It is like a buffet and you choose what you want off of your buffet and your life, you get to choose what you want your life experience to be. So the lack and the limitation, it is really but has been brought down from ancestry to person to person. When you think about the people that were alive during the Great Depression and the rationing of things that were to be sugar and bread, those programming got into, we need to be careful, we need to be miserly, we need to hoard, we need to do these things to take care of ourselves, only look out for number one. There's not an awareness of oneness and there is not an awareness of abundance. And it is those that are still connected to those negative lack roots that are showing that type of behavior for it is on your planet now that understand, let's just take what we need and not and leave 
best so that us may have. Let's be in the place of choosing our thoughts and feeling good. And let's understand that a good abundance and, and birthing is going to come from this. Those are the people that have along the way become conscious, have somehow either done the inner work, reprogrammed, did the things to shift away from the lies of lack and limitation. But there are many on your planet that still live there, not challenged the beliefs of the past. It is all based on old programming, you see. Yes, definitely. So this is a time, you know, because obviously there's a lot going on on the planet. So is it a time of collectively bringing a lot of people into a newer consciousness, meaning they're going to have to really look at the lack and the fear and the things that are running through their system through this experience that we're currently having on earth? Absolutely. This is a time of awakening and it's been a time of awakening and now it has come to a head. It is like not to be gross or anything, but it's like a pimple face that has to pop at some point. It all has to pop out. And it's been a, a point of going to this heading place where it is you know, something will be birthed out of this and some will experience hell. Well, other will, others will experience heaven based on where they are willing to put their attention. Some, Christy has said, have gone to the dark side where others are awakening and the breakdown of all the fears and all the worries and all the doubts and the disconnection and lack is being amplified right now. And so it is either a breaking point or it is a birthing point. But we will tell you that you have many like Christy, like yourself, that are light workers, that are bringing in the light of truth. And as Christy, for example, is bringing in as a channel of this higher energy from council, this higher energy, as you bring light to anything, the darkness must be released. And so as there are many around your planet that are being these channels for your wisdom and light, before the frequencies of light, the lower must be released. Energy has to reconfigure itself. Even as you, from a microcosm perspective, bring in energy and light into your physical body, the lower level energies must transcend to the higher. It must give way to the higher, to the more positive, to the more expansive. This is universal law, dear. This is all about energy. Yeah, definitely. And so as each person listening to this continues to connect to a higher frequency and stay in the abundance, that is helping to bring this light, right? As you guys, as you come as a council to speak to us, that each one of us as individuals, because sometimes as human individuals, like we don't see our power as one person. We think, oh, we're just one person. And so what's the importance at this time of understanding our own unique individual energy? Well, you are part of the collective for sure, but it is really about understanding that you, in fact, your reality. And your, we all like to equate it as this. You know, when you go out for a night of drinking and you drink a lot of drinks and the next you have a hangover. Well, many times like that with thoughts and perspectives. If you've had thoughts and perspectives for a long time with negativity and separateness, you're going to have the hangover 
manifest as the lack of money or the lack of support or the lack of relationship, it's a hangover effect. But as you push the reset button and understand that right here, right now, in this moment, is a time for you to exert your free will. You see, divine is always wanting to um, press upon you, is always wanting to flow to you, your nature and higher frequencies and energies. But each individual has been given a gift, a power, if you will, of free will. And with that free will, it is not an imposition-based universe. It is not an insertion-based universe. It is a vibrational universe. It is a attraction-based universe. And when you are attuning your own free will to what you focus on, if you're focusing on faith, then that energy of divine flow through you. If you're focus focusing on fear, the energy of the divine gets blocked. If you're focusing on higher thoughts, positive thoughts, now you're in alignment and the divine can flow through you and you can conduit. Someone is focused on gloom and lack, meditation and separateness, scarcity and all the other things. There is flow. It's a cutting off. And you all as individuals have your own choice is the freedom that all of you have it is all in your own choice so many of you feel that it is not a, it is just reaction and that you don't control your thoughts my we remember when christy started learning about this over 24 years ago when someone told her that she can choose thoughts she well that's crazy my thoughts are my thoughts what do you mean I can choose my thoughts? Or the time when she found out that she could actually have a different emotional response instead of reacting to something emotionally, she thought that's insane. How could I actually choose? And you can. That is the power that each one of you have. And that is the power that each one of you are go into right now, especially around. You're not all able to go out. So you are asked in in is going into yourself with your awareness with your understanding with your knowledge that you have built in what you say in what you think in what you believe in what you feel in what you do all of it is always your choice and when you choose in the midst of whatever circumstance is going on, feel good. And that is your dominant vibration to feel joy, to feel free, to feel connected, whatever it be for you. And that every you make from that level of connection, whether it is what you say, what you think, what you feel, any of it is come from that choice and allowing yourself to feel that energetic flow, that reality because you are energy receivers and you are energy transmitters, what you are transmitting out will get met. And that should days. Yeah, it's so powerful and important. So what is it at this time, since like you mentioned, we are all at home and we're given this, this moment in time where life has changed for probably almost everybody in one way or another on this planet. What is what is our guidance on using this time to best evolve ourselves, to best connect to higher frequencies? Are there specific things that people can be doing? Yes, dear. One thing we do want to say, it is affecting everybody. It is universal. Like universal laws, this situation that you find yourself in globally, it doesn't matter 
if you're rich or you're not. It doesn't matter what religion you have or if you're a man or a woman, the whole Me Too movement. Look how this doesn't even matter right now. You are all one and you're all in this together. Of course, it matters, but it's not as up, as hairy as it was because that's not the focus anymore. The focus is everybody going inside and we see from higher perspective, it's not just that it's a metaphor of going inside your homes, but it's really going inside ourselves. And it's really doing things that give you joy and doing the things that don't. It is a perfect time. It is a time to rest, to sleep in, to be able to take care of yourself and to look at what in my life right now? What do I love in life? And what are the places that I am having discontent? It might just be a thought. Maybe it might be a thought of dissatisfaction. Could you change your perspective and thought? Maybe it is a situation of a business that you are in that you just don't enjoy, don't enjoy what you do. And it's time to look for what do you want out of the business you're in or the career that you're in? How do you want to feel? What is the essence of, of what you want to experience? And the relationships, what relationships bring you down and are very negative or don't support you or, or just don't eat your soul? And what kind of relationships do you want? What kind of relationships do you have in your life that you do cherish? We will tell you now more than ever, there's two perspectives to have. There are a lot of people complaining right now, like, I miss this and I miss that and I miss this, where there's other people that are saying, you know what? I really appreciate the gym that I get to go to. I really appreciate the school that my children go to. And I really appreciate the restaurants that we have in this city. And I really appreciate the friends and the connections that I have. And I appreciate watching my kids' soccer games and being able to socialize with the other parents. And I appreciate the vacations and the conferences and all those places. I appreciate that in my life. Whereas other people, are, I'm missing on this. I can't have this and poor me and, and this is taken away. And there's two different perspectives. Mm, it's so beautiful. Thank you so much for this wisdom. I think you are... Just, it's amazing to have this direct connection and to be able to hear this. And so much of what you're sharing is so much of what I feel and what we talk about on this show. And I just think this is, there's no more important time than right now to, to show up for this, to show up for ourselves. And, and thank you so much for being here and for coming through and sharing your wisdom. You are welcome. Thank you for the invitation. And one thing we want to say to each one of you that are listening, you are infinitely loved. Be well, dears. Mm, so beautiful. What I miss? No. <laughs> you got to listen to this episode. It's so yes. good. <laughs> it's fun to feel the energy 
I feel very energized when I come out. I feel like I've just been doused with like, you know, just this pure positive energy. So I, I know it's always good when I can come out of it and feel that. Uh, and it will be, it will be good to listen back to the and the energy that comes with those words. So thank you for that invitation to allow them to speak. Cause I know that is so needed right now. It's so needed. And they showed so much about, you know, just kind of the the moment in time that we're in and the practical things that we can do, you know, to really connect at this time and utilize this time while we're all staying at home to, you know, just really go within and choose choose the energy we want to connect with, right? Choose the thoughts mm-hmm. we want to have and the things of that nature, which, um, which I want to talk about too, um, the energy of words. And we talk about frequency of words. And we've talked about many times on the show. And I think, you know, based on just everything the council just shared, like choice just comes up, like our ability to choose our thoughts, to choose our feelings, to choose the words that we say, and that all of those things carry energy, right? Creative, powerful energy that's going to manifest things. So can you talk about why words are so important? You know, words, I mean, it really says in the beginning, in the Bible, in the beginning, there was the word. And when you think about it, we're, our words are our wands. They, they are the start of the entire creation process. The words that we choose either are based in lack or they're based in abundance. They either separate us or they connect us. And so when you are, you know, when you think about it, right, it's like words create sentences, words create a series of what a thought would be, I'm abundant, or I don't have enough. Those are words that create those thoughts. And thoughts thought over and over again, create our beliefs and what we believe we create. So words are the starting point. And when you can start being aware of those words like don't and can't and should and miss and these kind of words that are so ingrained in our society that we don't even realize the impact that they're having every single time that we say them and what it does to us energetically and how it then is this whole chain of events of thoughts and emotions and beliefs and whole creation process. It's so important. And that, that's why, you know, Sean, I know you're aware of this, obviously, but I created Watch Your Words. So watch, you go to watchyourwords.com. It's a 30-day video program where each day I talk a word or a phrase that we need to be aware of that we're saying it, literally pulling down our energy. It's pulling down our life force. It's disconnecting us from our divine And when we shift the words, they might mean the same thing, but the words and the feeling of expressing it is so different. For example, the uh, words that we talk about or the phrases is like, is can't. And especially can't afford that. A statement like can't afford that. We're constantly repeating over the reality that we can't afford the things that we want. And someone might say, well, it's real, it's true, I can't afford that. That might be your reality, but choosing the the words of I can't always restricts us. Can't is a restrictive feeling word. And when we can choose a different word, like I choose something else, for example, what I give, I can't afford that. I, I say, tell yourself, that's not a financial priority for me right now. Paying my bills and doing this, that's what's a financial priority right now. Now you're in choicefulness. You don't, you're, you're, you know, strong-armed or that you're in handcuffs that you can't do something or that, you know, it's beyond your power. 
you can't afford it, but you're choosing your priority is pay for your car, your rent, whatever it is. So, and when you say that's not a financial priority for me right now, it doesn't mean that that's never going to be something that you can't go get. It's just for right now, your priority is this. Just that alone changes everything. Shifting words like should, I should do that, or I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't have done that. It's like you're beating yourself up for something that you can't change. In the future, I'm going to choose this. Next time, I feel like this. So it's important process to understand, and it's a perfect place to start with our words because words start the whole entire creation process. Yeah, it's so powerful. And I love that you just distill it down in such a simple way. So 30-day training program, it's called watchyourwords.com. Can you also share your website where they can find out about your other programs and things that you're up to? Absolutely. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, It's christywhitman.com. So you can find more information about the council. Christy Whitman, you can spell it anyway and you'll get you there. So christywhitman.com and then watchyourwords.com. So beautiful. I love it. Um, We're going to ask you the four questions we ask all of our guests based on the anatomy of transformation. The first pillar of that is truth. And we go through life and we discover these big truths, right? They come across our journey. And a big truth is really a catalyst. Like when we have this quick shift in perception on, wow, this feels really true for me, that a lot of things set in motion from that from that consciousness, from that reality. So what is a big truth that maybe you've kind of come across recently on your journey? That I am infinitely loved and adored. Mm. And so is everybody else. (laughs) So beautiful. The second pillar is release, which is when we come across a truth, right? Especially one as powerful as that. There's usually beliefs or limitations, perceptions, um, ways we've seen ourselves or the world that we release as we really come into embodying that truth. What was it for you that needed to be released? Resentments and hurts, they're like snake scorpions. And so any person, place, anywhere in myself that I was holding to hurts or resentments, holding on to old stories needed to be released in order to open up to that flow of love. And the third pillar is experience, which is what is your daily experience? What is life like walking in that flow of love without the resentments? It's a constant plugging in and it's a constant reminder that I can choose. And so I get to tap into, I get to just ask and then get in the receiving mode of that love. And when I do it, I don't find that I judge myself or criticize myself or beat myself up um, like I used to. It's I, I just more of accepting and allowing of myself. And even if I mess up, you know, do something that's a little off skew, then it's like, I get to kind of giggle at myself. Like, God, that was so human of me. And then come back to the truth that even in my humanness, I'm still loved. I love that. Speaking of words, like, I think everybody should borrow that. Like that, gosh, that was so human of me, right? Like that's such a beautiful word expression, right? For, I mean, when we mess up, we don't say stuff that's that loving and kind to ourselves, most people, right? I just love that. I love that because talking about the power of words, like, oh, that's so human of me is, feels like funny and freeing. And, um, and think of how many times a day we might make a mistake and say something mean to ourselves. So we're talking about cumulative effect here with words. Like if you were to say like, oh, that's so human of me. And you were saying that maybe a couple times a day or a couple times a week, 
versus the other things you might currently say to yourself, I can imagine that a shift happens from just that. Absolutely. As long as we don't use it as an excuse, because I've heard some people say, well, you know, I'm a human and, then they, <laughs> right. you know, and, and then they don't try to, you know, be the best they can be because it's like, eh, well, you know, why try? I'm only human. So as long as we're looking at that and being able to go, huh, okay, that, psh, that was a human moment. Right. It's like, okay, how do I want to be next time? What do I want to know next time? How do I want to, how do I want to be connected in the next time? I think that's where that really helps me so that I'm not using, Oh, I'm just human. So, you know, for me to be lazy and non, non this or non that to be able to be accountable and responsible for my own actions and my own choices and my, like the council says my own free will. I love that. I love that. The fourth step is align, which is the way that we return to the higher frequencies, the way that we stay connected to that. So whether that's through ritual or who we put ourselves around or things that we do, ways that we connect, what for you would you say keeps you in alignment? Meditation. Absolutely. That's where I can connect deeply with the council myself. Um, And it's that I have, I'm a different person on the days that I don't meditate. And when I say meditate, I don't mean like for hours at a time. It could be for two minutes. It could be for five minutes. And you could be doing that just a little meditation connection just to breathe in and breathe out and connect, um, you know, all throughout the day. It, but it's, it's something that is like plugging me in first thing in the morning where I can just say hello to the bigger part of me and allow that flow to happen. Mm, so powerful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to the council for coming through and sharing with us. I feel like it's a really powerful, potent time on earth. And, and I just feel like being able to use this time in a way that feels valuable and uplifting and that we have choice in how we use this time in our homes is really, really important to how, you know, how we progress, how we evolve. And so, so much was shared in this episode. I knew it was going to be awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you for what you're doing in the world. You know, voice, our voice needs to be out there right more, more than ever. So thank you for your commitment to yourself, to your client, your growth, to the light, really. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes.